Hello, and welcome to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Uh, Fellowship Baptist Church is located in Clark Lake, Michigan, and is led by Pastor Daniel White. Uh, Today we're going to be joining Pastor White as he continues his series on the family. So let's get out our Bibles and get ready to join Pastor White as he teaches us about God's plan for home and the family. So here's what we've talked about so far. Uh, when it's come to waging war against these enemies of the soul. We talked about sensual material, which is just so prevalent today. It's, it's absolutely everywhere. You can't go to the grocery store without it being right there in your face. I love what we were taught years ago. Look down and what? Look away. Look down, look away. Look down, look away. You have to practice that a lot. Okay? But look down and then look away. If David would have done that, he would have saved himself from years, years, years of a heartache and even death in his family. So all the sensual material that is available to us, especially on our phones, we're going to talk about phones tonight, uh, over the Internet. We talked about drugs and we talked about alcohol. If you weren't here for that session, you ought to go online uh, and you ought, to, you ought to take that in, uh, what the Bible says about drugs and alcohol. We talked about carnal friends and the influence that carnal friends can have upon our lives. Then we talked about uh, these video games uh, that so many are uh, addicted to. So that's where, that's where we've been. Uh, this is where we're going tonight. We're going to talk about movies and worldly entertainment. We are in a day and age where people are just consumed by being entertained. A lot of that is because we have a lot of time on our hands. Okay? And so to fill up that void, uh, we spend it trying to entertain ourselves. And one way that we do that is through the movie and and, uh, worldly entertainment world. We're going to talk about cell phones tonight. Even though I have one in my pocket, I'm not a fan of these. Um, we were a whole lot better, by the way, when we didn't have these. Didn't even get an amen for that. Uh, social media. I've talked about this before. We're going to talk about it again tonight and just the pitfalls and dangers that are there. Uh, next time we get together, we're going to talk about dating. I was going to cover this tonight, but I really want to just kind of look at this a little bit more. It's been a while since we've talked about it. And then it's been a long time since we've talked about music. And so these two right here will take us uh, one evening just to cover them. So let's talk about uh, movies and worldly entertainment. What are the consequences when you watch worldly television, when you watch worldly movies and DVDs and all the other stuff that's now out there available to you in the entertainment world? What's what's the big deal? What's, What's the problem? Um, And I want you to think about this. And I've mentioned this just recently. So many of you go to the movie theater. So many of you do that. Uh, I hear about it all the time. Some of my children even go, okay, Um, that are out of of the home and out from under, you know. Some of them are here tonight talking to you kids. But I was raised in the era when going to the movie house, that was a sinful thing to do. Christians did not go to the movie house, okay? And there were some reasons for that. I've given you some of those reasons in the past. I'll talk about some of them again here 
this evening. But we now have an age where churchgoers don't think anything about going to movies. So what's, what's so bad about going to the movie house? We'll talk a little bit about that. I think it would just be great if some of you tonight would develop the same conviction that I have and that I was brought up with uh, in this area. But first of all, you establish, and you, you cannot get around these principles of Scripture. And I'm not talking about going to the movie. I'm talking about worldly entertainment, whether it's on the TV or you have a DVD or you're watching it online. You establish the practice of tolerating evil in order to enjoy some good. But this is a good movie, but it has some immorality in it. So is it a good movie if it has immorality in it? Touch not the what? Unclean thing. Why? Because the unclean makes the clean unclean. But we have a tendency to just tolerate that evil because, well, you know, it really is a good movie. Next is you lower your resistance to evil. You lower your resistance to evil. This is where we talked about how our conscience starts to become seared and it no longer bothers us anymore. Things that once used to bother us when we used to hear them or watch them or see them, it no longer bothers our conscience anymore. Next. You have a consistent access to the world's philosophy and false concepts. Now I want you to pause and think about that for a minute. Believe it or not, you are being programmed by what you are watching and what you're being entertained by. Remember that little poem, Sin is a monster of such awful means, but to be hated is but to be seen, but seen what? Too oft, familiar with face, you first pity and then embrace. This is exact, this, listen, this is exactly what has happened now with the homosexual movement. We as a country have embraced this big time. Why have we embraced it big time? Because we're being entertained by it now. Yes or no? Am I telling you the truth? Or, come on. Amen. We're being entertained by sodomites. You deaden your conscience and you lose your love for the Lord. This is the, this, this is the seriousness about the seared conscience. Is it affects your love for the Lord. You cannot love the Lord and love evil at the same time. Because iniquity abounds. The love of many, what? Waxes cold. Next, you expose yourself to evil people who should never be in your home. This one really affected me. I would never let people talk in my home like you let them talk on the TV. I would never let people act in my home 
like we let them act on the TV in our home. My dad used to always call the TV the boob tube. Remember when they used to call it the boob tube because TVs used to have tubes in them? Some of these kids are looking at me like, no idea what you're talking about. But my dad used to say, have you ever noticed the living room, how it's set up around an altar? Interesting, huh? We make that the focal point of our living room. I'm preaching to myself here too. You expose yourself to evil people who should never be in your home. Next, you allow one of the most precious resources to be devoured, and that's time. The Bible tells us to redeem the time, to make the most of the time that the Lord has given us. We're going to come back to that point again tonight in another way. You also make yourself an enemy of God. If you love the world, what does the Bible say? You are a what? Enemy of God. So, so listen, if you love and you thrive and you can't wait to go to the movie house and see the next movie that's coming out, or you can't wait to go and get that DVD and purchase it, or you can't wait to go online and watch that show, what does that, let's get, I mean, let's get real. Let's get honest. Quit sugarcoating the whole thing. What is the issue? The issue is now you set yourself for something that God is against. Jesus isn't going there. Jesus isn't watching that. And you know it. These are the seductive enemies that we face. And many of us have embraced them. And then we wonder why we have this dearth in our soul concerning spiritual things. And why we're losing so many of our young people to the world. How can, listen, how can we not lose our young people to the world when we only have them for just a very short time here in the church and a lot of times they don't even listen to me anyway? They're listening tonight for some reason. But they don't listen to me. And yet they're, they're entertained by the world for hours upon hours. What, what, what do we expect? Let's get to the cell phone. Say, preacher, you've preached on this before. Yep, I'm going to preach on it 2,000 more times before I die. Amen. The cell phone and social media. You should just take a look at these collage of pictures just for a second. It's our culture. I do understand that. I've had people tell me, you just got to catch up with the times. Well, I'm going to tell you, if the times are evil, I don't want to catch up with them. Someone, someone told me last night, they said, yeah, um, so-and-so doesn't, uh, they were mentioning a church, such and such, and such I guess they should, such and such church has a real attitude about Fellowship Baptist. I said, really? What's their attitude? So their attitude is that all the women have to wear black 
black long dresses. <laughs> I'm like, aren't you stupid? Look at this picture. That picture says a thousand words. This is what is happening to a lot of our young people's hearts because of the cell phone. Even the world, even the world now, just recently, has come to acknowledge that there is a cell phone addiction in our country. A cell phone addiction. I could have told them that a couple years ago. They probably spent a billion dollars trying to figure this out. A cell phone addiction. Listen to what the Bible says. All things are lawful unto me. Is it lawful for me? Is it okay for me to have a cell phone? That's okay. Don't know how to use it, but it's okay. All things are lawful unto me. It's okay to have a cell phone. But all things are not what? Be careful. This little thing right here in your pocket can hurt you. Can hurt a lot of other people too. It's not expedient, profitable. All things are lawful unto me. It's okay to have a cell phone. But notice what it says here. I will not be brought under the power of what? What does any mean? Would that include the cell phone? Okay, I will not be brought under the addictive power of the cell phone. Some of our young people are so addicted to this thing, they play games on it during church. I just happened to come across this article today. Seriously. It's amazing the things that will pop up. Seven scary things you never knew about cell phone addiction. Here's the website. You might want to go on here and you can read these. These are just the, the points. And again, this is totally secular. This is not Christian at all. This is now the world recognizing what's going on with the cell phone. First of all, there's a test for cell phone addiction. You can actually go and find out whether you're addicted or not. Smartphones are stealing our time. Redeem the time. Social media apps are designed to hook you. By the way, have you ever wondered why these apps are free? They're designed to hook you. Smart, I thought this was interesting. Smartphones and slot machines have something in common. Go to the article and read it. Our phones are altering our brains. Some of you are probably saying, well, Pastor, your brain needs a little altering, but... Apps are stealing the most valuable thing we have, our attention. 
grabbing our attention. Boy, does that cell phone grab our attention, huh? There's a good reason tech inventors do not let their kids have devices. We'll get to this one. Hmm. That's the world. It's pretty sad when the world has more discernment than God's people within the church. Isn't it? Should never be that way. You look at this picture. This is, I mean, this is common. You see this everywhere. Going to a restaurant. Driving. Come on, be honest. How many of you have ever texted and, and, and drive at the same time? Okay. You look at these down here. I told you about the time my wife and I were in the airport at Tampa waiting for our flight. There must have been 150, 200 people there. And we're sitting there and had a little conversation with each other. And I said, honey, look, we could not see one person that was not on their cell phone. Not one person. Not one person that was sitting waiting. Every single person was on their cell phone. It's crazy. What are the dangers of this social media that we're in? Now, can it be used in a good way? See, that's the problem. It can be used in a good way. And we do use it here at our church in a very good way. But the fact that it can be used in a good way should never justify the fact that there's a lot of dangers. And it can be used in a very bad way. Be not deceived. I think, let's be honest, most of us have been deceived by this little device. Be not deceived. Evil communications. What is this? What's this for? What? For communicating. Be not deceived, evil communications corrupt good manners. Manners being that which is moral. So the social media, they just... First of all, I am old school, I admit it. But I believe that privacy is a very important thing. I cannot believe the things that people put out there on social media and the fact that they don't even care. The other morning, um, I uh, was having my coffee, and so to wake up, I turned on the news. Someone was on the news this morning, and they were talking about how this little device right here listens to everything that you do. I'm like, come on, I've heard that before. But this one tech guy that was on there was talking about it. He said, you know, he said, my wife and I were talking about something that we wanted to purchase. I can't remember what it was. Then we got in a conversation about, you know, we need this. He said, all of a sudden, ads started popping up for that very thing. I mentioned this to a couple people. They said, oh, yeah, we know that. These were the millennial group. Yeah, we knew that. 
To me, that's scary to me. That people are listening in our conversation. I hope they're listening in right now. Can you hear us? Tim Cook, CEO of Apple. Now, Tim Cook is a homosexual. I never thought that I would quote a homosexual. But I think this is so insightful of what Tim Cook said. I have an issue with today's excessive use of technology and the access that children have to social media. I don't have a kid, he's homosexual. But I have a nephew that I put some boundaries on. There are some things that I won't allow. I don't want him on social media networking sites. The internet has enabled so much and empowered so many but it can also be a place where basic rules of decency, this is homosexual, basic rules of decency are suspended and pettiness and negativity thrive. There is a growing body of evidence that for at least some of the most frequent young users, this may be having uh, unintentional negative consequences. And they may say this, when a homosexual has more discernment than a born-again Christian, we're in real trouble. We're in trouble as a church. Now, after tonight's message, I don't recommend that you go home and do this. The wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Okay? It's not the way to respond to what we're talking about here tonight. But if you are going to allow your children, and some of you are going to, we didn't... I raised most of my children before this whole cell phone thing hit. But we tried to put and keep away from... I mean, we have fought this battle finding phones, taking phones, not allowing phones, phones being given to one of my children from someone else in the church knowing that I didn't want them to have a cell phone, but they snuck a cell I'm going to tell you what, teenagers, you are sneaky. I was sneaky too, but I was not near as sneaky as some of you are. But this is what I'm going to say. If you young people do not want to cooperate, you're not going to cooperate. You're going to find a way. You're going to find a way. If you're going to allow your children to have a computer or have a cell phone, Here are some suggestions. I thought these were good. Teach your children about social media and its dangers. At least we can do that. We can teach them about that. Talk to your children on how to use social media wisely. 
instill in them biblical principles on the importance of resisting temptation and living a godly life. Install a monitoring system. Do you know what my mother used to do? Can you believe this? My mother used to come to my room and look in my drawers. Can you believe a mean, nasty mom like that? I remember one time she found an eight track. Prior to the cassette. Okay, I got to explain what that is. But my mom was Snoopy. This is what my mom told me. She said, you live in our house, you have no privacy. You move out of our house, you can have privacy. I was always afraid of my mom finding something. I lived in the fear of my mom. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah for kids that live in the fear of mama. It's what Solomon called the law of your mother. but a monitoring system. Know what your child is posting and reading online. Don't be naive. Get the facts. Don't trust your children. I'm thankful I had a mom that didn't trust me. You know how much she kept me away from Hallelujah. Create some ground rules for the use of the computer. By the way, one good ground rule is always have that computer out in a public place. Put strong filters and passwords on computers and cell phones. Forbid indiscriminate friending. This whole thing about friends, anyway. Look how many friends I have. Who gives a whoop? I mean, come on. Is our self worth so low? You know, I just say, let's figure out who we are in Christ. Let's find our acceptance in Him. Monitor what your child is communicating with online or who they're communicating with. Monitor the pictures your child posts. Now this is difficult. Some of these sites they post and gone. Monitor your child's computer access, their contacts, their cell phone usage. Limit the cell phone and the computer usage. Especially at night. That's why here at the school, when the kids walk in the door, guess what? They give up their cell phone. The number one issue that Christian schools are dealing with is pornography on cell phones that's brought into our schools. It's the number one. Be sober, be vigilant. 
Because your adversary, the devil, like a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. When I get back from vacation, we're going to look at dating, and we're going to look at music. Let's pray. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this message was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more messages, visit our website at fbcclarklake.org, where all of our messages can be downloaded for free. Also, you can subscribe to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. All of our messages are available for free. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on at Fellowship, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, where you can see what's happening happening at Fellowship Baptist Church. If you'd like to visit us, Fellowship Baptist Church is located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you back here again next time.